Colorado. Thank you for staying overnight at Solomon's Temple. You put up with the first section. Let's carry on to the second one. What have we got to lose? Let's keep, quote, learning something. Let's just listen to my ramble. Maybe it'll blow your mind. The second section is called The Creation and Maintenance of Self-Concepts According to Place Within Environment. When taking chances in a primitive state, the conservative position of what is to fear was exponentially more common the farther back you go in time. Less knowledge and control of the situation and niche that the homo habilis had meant that trying things and exploring for its own sake meant greater dangers. Novelty wasn't representative of the characteristic of the species the farther back you go. The need to be reluctant and reactive towards what it is that is inspected and confronted was on high, high alert, high demand. Getting familiar with the reduction funnels of sensations were far more critical in the developments of greater faculties during this time. The memory of sense was perhaps much greater than the need for organizing professionals to assess certain problems or unknowns with experimentation. As for many primitive generations, I believe the need for the elder to assess situations through the need to tell past tragedies and triumphs was useful. Useful for mortality's sake in giving okays and no's and can do's. Sacrifice may have been a way to decipher what is poisonous and so on. So the politics of being, you might have valued the elder, you might have sacrifice the elder, but the elder was probably reified in, in my opinion. As for being careful and dwelling in caves for a good deal of the later part of the Pleistocene, it was better to mistake a boulder for a bear than a bear for a boulder. Making mistakes on assessing dangers when there was none was still very useful as a trait for survival, rather than assessing non-threats when really there is one. A matter of pretending to know sometimes coincides directly with mortal fate, and that paradigm was more frequent and relevant starting from origins of an evolutionary phase that is more primitive. Transcending gaps of mortality has been a major ideal for modern people. It has always been the characterization that we thrive on due to intelligence and caution. Gaining the ability to alter the environment and have different relationships in them have been the preoccupation of modern Homo sapiens. Knowing what the actors in each time frame are capable of defines the nature of how it is the actors understand themselves and by the same accord come to wonder and understand what is real or true about existence. From one modern collection of individuals or culture to another, Actions concerning and involving oneself would otherwise not have been so given the kind of self-understanding someone has in the environment they are involved with. In other words, one individual's capability among others within and between cultures vary, change, wax and wane, and are derived from the actions, the environments, values, and understanding one has in the total makeup of the setting which defines them and has a relationship with it. It is a contingent matter whether an individual is alienated or akin to the setting which they are defining and defined by when considering the relationships that exist in the cultural, historical, experiential, and environmental realms for which the world is subjecting them to. False conceptions of the individual from the cultures and false conceptions of the cultures to the individual are all based on identifying with what counts as the concept itself 
The forces that dictate your life can alter you in different contexts, which gives you definitions to one's placement of the identity structures. Seeing that I am nothing more than a life form that is struggling to survive, I see it in specific ways in response to specific forces. Every individual has a strong sensation and drive to survive regardless the stakes, motivations, and their contents. I am not at the mercy of attack when my strongholds are up, but my worry and drive to actively survive are always subject to change. Ameliorating myself from a harmful environment and taking away worries of survival are only to mask the innate sense and it puts, puts it on the back burner. It always remains a fact of existence and that is why the stronghold that is erected is continuously worried about being held in place and will worry for its own continuance. My weapons are made for the reactions in the world and to do what it is in line with the absolute necessity of protecting my being. If there isn't a worry in one regard, then new worries emerge and the possibilities of danger become increasingly circumspection and caution too. A placeholder for every need, even when its satisfaction is achieved, is held and defined by the individual and the relationships held by its own concept and the concepts surrounding that. Fashioning a life for oneself gives rise to a new idea about what one is in their environment. At a time before all this new aggregation and expansion of human actions, there was one that was defined by a much greater frequency of agreeing across its members. Protecting what one is by communicating to another has always been a major concern for modern humans. The construction of self and the ability to make of oneself what one wills has made an expansive aggregate of what the concepts mean concerning identity and all the modes of communication that have transpired in one's life. The making up of one's own story about themselves has been imbued into the kinds of things that are made up. Protecting oneself from their own made-up version of reality, usually if not pure, becomes impossible to sustain from the start. There seems to be no true point of self to travel to or from because every communicated story is the vantage point of the same concept, the one of making it up and thus looking at others as made up as well and making up stories of that too. This self-denial is referred to as made up out there but not in here has made the agitation of ego and I think therefore I am or I am the move I make has brought into question the nature of self-concept from the most surface to the deepest sense. The ideas of life sunk in with greater certainty when groups needed the most to band together in order to survive. Creatures with narrow niches seem to last far more extensively here on earth. Change seems to get the better of us and our timeline is fast-paced and fluxed. We have seen this in every timeline so far, creatures going out, going their own way and figuring out how to best survive and how. Desires on how to live seem secondary, according to the dictates of the environment, and that which has adapted to deal with it. Trials and errors in life early on were more frequent, only it usually had higher stakes and a more problematic consequent and a higher error frequency due to the lack of enforced mandates of proper knowledge and procedure. This made caution the necessary attitude on new ways of being. The chance-taking might have made things more expansive and glorious and moved existence in groups beyond their horizons, but often was met with a chance of heavy consequence. Conservatism and trials in, the, in a virtue to have loss aversion and a fearful skeptical knowledge of what's possible and what's dangerous in the environment. It is the separation of experience from one group to people to another that generate interpretations on who we are and who others are and what we are in general. Differences and gaps in knowledge 
need to be respected and reintegrated in order to have helped create the best version of the world. Gaining knowledge and sharing have been most beneficial, but the fear of other groups have increased as the complexity of groups rise. More is at stake when there is intersection of groups. As they move, move about and figure what the path forward is, the zero-sum experience of old politics and war were seemingly non-negotiable, with conditions called for do or die. It isn't the same relationships and lenses that are applied when experiences of one generation are lost in history, and a newer emerge of divergent individuals have different chances to interact with the world. Personal revelations on what we are as people in general change due to the internalized experience of what went on individually and how that is seen among the collective. The organization of society and the scope of humanity is much broader due to technology, knowledge, and how life's needs are organized and manifested. Every newer set of groups, whether in school classes, new recruitment and military ventures, generations within a family, and the very next try at nearly any skill on an individual level will bring on a new relationship to what it is to do the things we do and comes with the inclusion and exclusion of many varied phenomena. Generation has a quality of life due to the respect of on forces and the advantages that exchange its being to the individual and the collective relationships. Environments consist of social, political, cultural, eco ecological, climate variation, economics, a resulting shared sense of concern for the proper actions for the continuing quality of the species cultures. Wants, assured and safe exchange of the basic modes of existence that give us self and world understanding, health, and our needs. The coordination of causes and effects of time and action give rise to changes that define generations. The, the, one, the way one is conducting life will create the moments of causes that make the world's world a different place for those acting inside it. We should all keep in mind that we are in fact acting sometimes and it is not another's fault to amount false accounts and are acting it out as certainly true. The perspective of subjective frameworks of knowledge will usually fight for the preservation of ideals serving that framework no matter how dishonest or faulty its assessments or premises. Every moment causes more involvement of members through time and gives us more insight into the kinds of self-identities that can be initiated and can emerge out of the process of actions and the surrounding environment of actions in general. Constructed individualities in a whole context of possible identities gain more gaps when time and divisions of personal actions are taken. Identities are instilled into the causal net of involving oneself with the world. The foundation of acting for survival and understanding what one's role is as an organism have remained intact. However, as time goes on, the separation of members from other members becomes more and more common as conditions for surviving alter course. As groups are stratified, the same basic drives are working on us, and that is to create life in certain situations that are suitable for one and for all simultaneously. These realities involve organically driven behavior as well as purely cognitive and manufactured motives and drives. The trick is to know which is naturally necessary and what is done out of mental creation and subjectivity and error. As authentic acts occur, they are acting out of the necessity to create deliberate causes within and without the subject. We are subjected to the objective causal network, deliberating on what it is to be subject to revision and scrutiny from others, members, and to be prepared to notify others as well. It is pure subjective freedom to, to, to be a main enabler of flourishing in the collective, or is it the pure objective form that grants us freedom as individuals? The problem of free will remains compatible to the constraints of choice and availability of internal and external will.
Paradoxically, one cannot be free unless they are determined to be. Collections are merely collections of individuals, yet individuals are parts of whole collectives and are by its organization a divisible whole by its part. Keep in mind always when identifying and making distinctions that seem like they are purely yours or on your beha behalf, you speak for the collectivity available for discernment and interpretation. One major trick in assessing the honesty of what we collectively choose to value and how to value it is all... Uh, it is allowed as many variations of identity and actors therein to describe the importance and proportion of their thoughts on their own behavior and how it compares to the rest of the value structures they participate in. Our minds synthesize and analyze and intercompare the world and the concepts. Do not align with a singular presupposition without genuine care and acknowledgement. I can lie without the reasonability of this assessment. One fallacy which illustrates the lack of perception when giving value to things would be the sunk cost fallacy, saying a television is worth $1,400, then reducing it to 1200 saying I made you a deal, when the whole thing should only cost $600. If we are honest about expenses, unless we try to suck up more to better pay for those that make the product, which I think is a major failure in modern international production and capitalism, I would say we are kidding ourselves. Thank you for joining me on section two. If you need a break, I will see you the next time you tune in. If you want to keep going, section three is ahead. Bye.